Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. This is Rahul Reddy. Today, we are not going to have Google Sheet, guys. So just live questions. Go ahead with your questions. Hari. Hey, hi, Rahul. Go ahead, Hari. Hey, hi. Uh, Rahul, I'm currently working as an uh, uh, IT software developer uh, on H1. Mm-hmm. My LCA mm-hmm. was filed as a software developer uh, mm-hmm. 15-1132. Mm-hmm. My employer is ready to start the green card processing. Uh, mm-hmm. He's saying he's going to file the PWD as... Uh, IT project manager. Mm-hmm. So do you think my current uh, LCA role as software developer will have an impact on the PWD role? You can file if you are eligible for the job, okay? Mm-hmm. As a manager, okay? Mm-hmm. Then it doesn't matter what your role is right now. Okay. For example, if your role is IT, but you have a law degree, you have a law license, they can file a green card for law, law, law lawyer. Okay. Okay. Sure. And the so, yeah. prevailing wage will be based on the. Mm-hmm. Rahul, we can't hear you. Rahul, I think we lost you. Yeah. Prevailing wage will be based on the future job, the IT, whatever the manager is. I think so. They're doing okay. a very good job. I like that company, okay. whichever company you're working for. Okay. Next person, sure. please. Uh, thank you. Satya? Hey, hi, uh, I'm Satya. So we have a priority date of uh, 30th December 2014. We have a, mm-hmm. uh, initially we had it in EB2 category GC. We downgraded mm-hmm. it to EB3 in 2020 and we got our I-140 approved before we filed our I-485 in October 2021. So, but then because the uh, rates, the dates uh, retrogress now, yesterday mm-hmm. we saw your video on the child. Uh, yeah, so now, now, the, now the question, now the uh, big problem is at the time when your I-140 is, is approved, when is I-140 approved for you? Um, see, the first one was approved much before, but when we downgraded the EBT, I-140 was approved within six months or so. Um, at that time, uh, now my daughter is 11. Um, does that make any difference? Uh, she, she she has not attained the age yet, but, but her, is her age locked as per the priority date? One problem is that since I-140 is not approved, I want it to approved. review it very no, 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 no. It's not approved when the priority, when the filing dates were current. Is that right? 
No, they were. I even thought it was approved when the filing date was called. It was concurrent filing, so it was it was approved. When was the I one forty approved, ma'am? Uh, the I one forty was approved in August twenty twenty one. We filed it along with the four eighty. I did not ask you. I did not ask you when you filed. Can you please yeah. just answer my question, and then pause? And if you want, August twenty twenty one. My question right now is. They are telling that that the priority date has to be given, but the I one forty also has to be approved. In August twenty twenty one, the filing dates were not current. I think they retrogressed. Yeah. So then, I would recommend that you have a consultation with us because we can we can see we, you probably requested for premium processing too earlier. Is right? No, you did not. No, we did not. Okay, uh, yeah, I know why you did not file it. Yeah, I would want you had to have a consultation though because it's not clear for you whether it covers your daughter, whether you get child or not. Okay. Okay, makes sense. Thank you. Yeah, if the I one forty was approved and the filing dates were current, it's very clear. But here we are not clear. Next person, please. Swati, next person, please. Yes, Rahul. Yeah, sorry. Hi, yes. So I am a pastor. I'm serving at a At a denominational church, a Methodist church, my I one forty five, which was um, self petitioned and accepted um, on the third of November, so it's basically did still. You, uh, I'm sorry. Is it? Did you say I three sixty or I one thirty? I four eight five. But what was the underlying basis, though? Uh, so the I'm religious... actually, I'm EB four. Yes. On, on EB four. So EB four, not a religious worker, or is it a religious worker you're qualified under? It's a religious worker. I'm a pastor. Yes. Got it. So is that one is approved? Is it right? It's called. I think so. It's called I three sixty. The I three sixty was approved, and I filed the R four eight five change of status. Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, I got the point now. My my question is all the information, and I've watched your previous videos as far as the Portability Act, but nothing really covers the EB four. Everything seems to pertain no. to EB one, two, three. So no, just... it does not cover. I really don't have. I I don't know whether the portability is applicable for you or not. Um, uh, my colleague will give you my email address. Send an email to me because I really don't know the answer to that. So okay. I will try to find that answer and then we'll get back to you. Okay. Thank you. And make sure you include your phone number in the, in that. Yeah. Ah uh, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, uh, so they give her the uh, info at our email address. Next person, please. Shanti. Hi Rahul, this is Shanti, and um, this is regarding uh, my son. He was still 21 when the filing dates of July 2012 were current in October 2020. So me, my husband, and my younger one, we applied, but the older one, because his birthday was in November, he was behind 47 days. But the lawyer very strongly advised that since he is on F1, don't apply the Uh, we don't Come want to apply for eighty-five, so they stopped us from, like you know, and they threatened us, like if something happens, he has to even leave from the country if F one is lost and this is lost. So we were scared. Why would F one be, we went... be lost? Why would F one be lost? 
Do I, help with your five thousand dollars. I don't know because they're saying final action date is not current. Only filing date. No, that's date. fine. At the most, they will deny the four eight five application. But we didn't find. So um, he was forty seven days have, before. We we had one day earlier. I mean, one day earlier. <laughs> and don't tell this to anybody, okay? I just signed a lot of those documents they did not sign. I signed for my own clients. <laughs> Don't tell this to But anybody. We didn't okay? go through you that time. It was I, an office. I, 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 because we told them to send all the signed documents. They didn't, and I don't have time to get one more FedEx. This girl is getting twenty-one. I FedExed it. I signed everything. Let's do the hell, whatever happens. Okay. So uh, that's what, what I did do? with can the client. We, can we contact you? Would you be interested in taking up this case or? Ah. I would file the for it. Oh come on! I I, I will tell that there is a ninety-five percent chance I would lose. But if you still want to take it, I will still make money on you. But I I would have done completely differently what the your lawyer said. I don't tell this anybody. I signed for that young girl. I signed it. She forgot to sign one page. That is I for it five page. <laughs> I copied her signature. <laughs> I filed it. Yeah. So uh, you said ninety-five percent we might lose. That's what you said. That yeah. Because if once the it. file is in there, once the uh -huh. file is there, remember what I told the other client: the yes. filing, the I one forty was not. She has a chance. I mean, Ooh. we have we have to look into a lot of different. For you, it's very less chance. But you yeah, can consult. Let's go over July twelfth. Yeah, July but 2000. you can consult. But consult. But But uh, I'll see what I can do. I can't, uh, you know, it's not promising as other client is. Next person, please. Okay, thank you, Rahul. I appreciate. Shri Kumar. Finally, why did the lawyer refused it? Come on, I, I, I don't care. The clients lose the money a little bit, four five thousand dollars. I don't care. Next person, please. Hey, Rahul. Uh, good evening. This is uh, Shri Kumar. Uh, my Uh, I am currently on L one A. My uh, I have a son uh, who's twenty four, twenty five plus. His birth date is nineteen October nineteen ninety seven. In twenty eighteen, my I one forty was filed under consular uh, consular processing, and it was approved oh. within a month in a normal processing. So it it was in uh, filed in April. It got approved in uh, May twenty uh, May twenty eighteen. I have to look into all the dates of those things, though. The uh, reason yeah, I looked at. Sorry, yeah, but at this point of time, I want to. So I want to. I want to evaluate it very clearly. Where is your son right now? Where are you right now? Uh, I am in US, but my son is uh, back in India. And just because he aged out, we did not uh, pursue the consular processing. Also, so now since we have not done anything. And uh, with the revised guideline, can we all three of us go and uh, you know uh, schedule an appointment and submit the documents and uh, what are the? What do you mean three of us? Uh, you, you and you and your wife got the green card, no, no. right? No, no, no. We we did not take it. We did not take it. I'm I'm still on visa. I'm uh, since my son aged out. He's the only son, so we did not uh, go for the uh, green card. Even in consular processing, uh. even after even after uh, date became uh, date became current. Uh, in does he does he have a does he have a visa to come into United States? Ah uh, no, unfortunately not. Is your company willing to support you right now in this matter? 
Uh, well, company job is over, right? I probably for consular processing, I just need the letter of uh, uh, employment of and uh, employment. Sir, that's sir. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are they going to cooperate with that? Oh uh, yeah, they did give me. See what happened in between in 2019. You didn't answer uh, my question. I, I, uh, why don't you answer my question right now? Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Don't tell me that your company is not needed right now, please. Will your company cooperate with us if I take up the case? Yes or no? Don't tell me we don't need it, please. Uh, sure. Uh, so we do have a company. I, I work for Cap Gemini, so we do have a lawyer. But I think uh, uh, they uh, it, doesn't matter, uh, it doesn't matter yeah, yeah, whether yeah. you go with me or with them. That's not. Yeah, yeah they I should be able to. They, they will. They will. Okay. Yeah, they will. They okay. Will. I, I, yeah. I want you to book an appointment. I want yeah. all the dates. Let's consider everything and then evaluate it. It doesn't sure. matter which yeah. who lawyer is. Lawyer is not. No, no, I want to go with you, but. Uh, <laughs> no, I know with Cap Gemini how it works out. Okay. Yeah. So it's lawyer is not important. Sure. Let's evaluate yeah. it. Okay. Sure. Let's evaluate it. Okay, I, I'll be here. Yeah, but your company has to cooperate. You can go through with the company lawyer. That's perfectly all right. I don't care whom you go through. We need to get the kid the green card. That's all we care. Next person, yeah. please. Thank you. Rana? Thank you, Rahul. Rana? Yes. Uh, hi, Rahul. Good evening to you. Um, I was a student at the, a master student at the University of Washington between 2018 and 2019. So from 2019 University of Washington, was, this is. You should watch this is at St. Louis. Oh, Seattle. Uh, okay. Seattle. So, okay. Um, Rahul, I went through my OPT and STEM OPT. And since I couldn't find an H1B sponsorship, I decided to enroll in a PhD program at University of Cumberland that allows me the mm -hmm. day one CPT. I'm, so I'm pretty aware of. Just tell me that you are enrolled in Cumberland and PhD. Okay. Keep going. Yes, Rahul. So, um, my question here is that if I'm changing my employer currently, and my direct supervisor is in a different city, for example, in Salt Lake, Utah, and I am in Seattle. Is it okay for me to go ahead and accept the offer letter and join this company? Or are there problems? Um, if, with... if, the, if the supervisor, uh, I'm not going to address anything as a Cumberland and CPT, but as far as the supervisor being out of state, will it cause mm -hmm. any problem in future for you? No, it will not cause any problem for you. Got it, Rahul. Thank you so much. That's the only question I have. Thank you. Next person, please. Ravi. Hey, Rahul. Uh, thank you. So here is the thing. Uh, it's a long thing. Uh, in 2015, we applied for a uh, visa, uh, sorry, H1 transfer. And 2015, August, we applied. And in 2015, uh, 2016, uh, June, it got denied. Okay. Okay. After ten months, uh, and keep uh, going, keep going. We, I'm following. Yeah, we applied for another application on August thirty first of twenty sixteen, and it got approved. And uh, as when it, when, when it when it when the second one got approved, you got the identity uh, or not? No, we had to go back to the country and get stamped and came back. Okay. Okay. After the denial, how uh -huh. long it took for you to go outside the country? After the June. first denial, two months. Okay, you went and you got the stamping. Okay, what else? Yes. So now I applied for my my priority date is twenty fourteen April. I did my uh, upgrade and downgrade and everything. I had I one forties and everything. I got my 
uh, uh, EADs and advanced paroles. Now, uh, my my wife got an RFE saying that the first RFE asking that uh, you are missing the I-797 from 2015 August through October 2016. Can you please provide? And uh, we answered everything in the first RFE in uh, back in uh, uh, January. Now, yesterday mm -hmm. we got another RFE saying that uh, since uh, 20, from 2015 August uh, uh, and through 2016 October. August, uh, uh, not October, August they are saying, October uh -huh. as uh, your case was denied, uh, you are essentially on out of status. So now we want you to file this I-601 form they are saying. Now you don't need to file it. Uh, you don't need to file it though. Here is the reason though. Mm -hmm. Did they say out of status? Did they say unlawful status? Unlawful, unlawful citizenship. Yeah, that is uh, what they're saying. Okay, is, so um, that is, yeah, it's, it's unlawful status. So, mm -hmm. word, technical word, we use it, okay? Yes. Since her extension was pending though, okay? Mm -hmm. She is mm -hmm. not in unlawful status. Okay. It is a of authorized stay. There is a uh, there is a case law on that. back. Okay, we can cite mm -hmm. that and respond to the RFE. And okay. we also give there is a memo from USCIS that says that they should not look into out of status, not unlawful presence, out of status. They should not mm -hmm. look into the status violations. They should not look into the status violations. They, they should only look into the status violations from your wife's last entry into the United States, which is probably 2016 or afterwards. Somewhere else she might have traveled outside the country and came back to. Only from that time to this time. Okay. Whatever so the date you... is right Which so definitely have... not 2015. No, yes. In 2016. Can I ask you something? So if that is the case yeah. with my wife, I am also in the same boat, right? I know, but that's okay. We, 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 you should respond this one very strongly with all the legal explanation. Okay. okay. Uh, and then uh, cite uh -huh. and then tell them, tell them to approve the application. That's it. Okay. And okay. I will cite a law. I will cite all those memos. Not only I will cite all the memos. I will point out to them. I will okay. point out to them if they are not going to, if they're going to deny this case, I'm going to go to the federal court to sue them. Mm -hmm. okay, okay. okay. If you yeah, are interested in us, yes, if you definitely. are interested in us, you make an appointment. You can make an appointment. I want to see the RFP. I want mm -hmm. all the dates. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, and I will give you the I will give you the memos to you. Okay. Mm -hmm. But if mm -hmm. you want us to respond, which is the right way to do it, I think so, mm -hmm. then I will charge you the money, of course. And your yes, of course. fees will be credited towards our fees, what we charge for the RF response. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So uh, let me let me uh, read out what they said. According to the USCS policy manual, if the USCS I got denied, the point. I got yeah. Got I know it. all okay. that thing. This is okay. this must be coming from the local offices, right? Is yes, exactly. Service center. Yeah, the, these local officers are not aware of it. It's okay, different when because for the family immigration there is a different rule. For the business immigration, it's a different rule. Yours is an employment-based immigration. Okay. I have the, next. Question. I have one more, one more question. 
let's di- let's discuss that in the consultation you're going to have it because this is a serious matter let's have a consultation we'll discuss it next person please ponna yeah uh, hi rahul uh, this is also similar to the same question what uh, satya has asked regarding uh, the uh, child really? uh, Uh, age out uh, but i have couple of more information uh, which she has not covered no i, I got um, confused i don't i don't know who satya is can i mean oh, okay. i got confused okay 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 um uh, so i i filed my 485 along with the uh, concurrent filing uh, in october 2020 um, mm-hmm. but uh, uh, yeah uh, when the date was current my 140 was not approved my 140 just got approved in october 2022 Um, but i applied uh, four, four times for the premium processing uh, they didn't pick up at all ah, but that's uh, nice yeah and also i have eb to 140 also approved uh, well in uh, um, april 2013 uh, yeah, i want i, I want hmm. you to book uh, i see the seriousness of your matter right now yeah okay um, i will have a meeting with steven brown our litigation lawyer i will have a sure. meeting with emily uh, okay. try not to make an appointment tomorrow morning try to okay. make an appointment tomorrow evening or day after tomorrow or on saturday because i want sure. a little bit more time to evaluate this problem that is arising it seems that it's commonly arising right now yeah um, okay. so let's let's let me some spend time time on it and then make an appointment i will review it okay okay but uh, how about on friday or monday hmm. that's fine too okay. Uh, okay. Um, i will discuss with emily and steven tomorrow but one thing sure. is that the good thing you did unlike the other lady the poor lady was that okay. you filed it i mean you filed for yeah. your child yeah okay. yeah okay next person that's please. correct yeah and uh, give the google sheet to, to the people if somebody wants to fill it out i may review it later on guys uh, give the google sheet to the people okay uh, yes, please fill the basic information if you want to right now i'm driving but if you if anybody wants to wait and be the next caller arvin yeah hey rahul uh... My wife was selected in the H1B lottery last year, and we filed the change of status H4 to H1. Uh, and she started a job since her application was approved, so she started a job in US. So, but after nice. one point five, sorry, nice. I said nice. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Keep going. Uh, so after one point five months, she had to go back to India due to some personal emergency, and we booked the stamping appointment for her. And when for she went one? for the stamping, H1 or H4? H1. Keep going. Uh, the h1 to h1 uh, was change of status was approved so we went for the stamping and she, she was given a blue slip uh, asking for some documents so we are going to submit the documents but i had a question uh, will her h4 be still valid if the h1 is not approved this time or uh, her passport is not stamped and second question is uh, i want in- i want you to see let me ask you does she have an ead Uh, no. Uh, is she eligible for EAD? Uh, not yet. Okay. What I will do is, how, how, how are, is, is this H1B company a genuine company? Uh, yes, it is. The project that they put it on there, is it a genuine project? The first project uh, they put it on? Yes, she is working on it yep, right now. She's working on that project. Okay. Yep. The mm-hmm. best idea would be that she just flies back on H4 right now. Withdraws it. Withdraws the H1B and flies back. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Oh no 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 no. Sorry. I take back. I take back. Yeah, I take back because right now when they are issuing the the 221G, they are telling that the visa has been rejected. Yes. That's what they are telling. 
So they have mm-hmm. changed the rules on that. Okay. So what's your question now? Go ahead. So uh, if uh, once we submit the documents, if her H one is rejected, will her H four be still valid? That Can part she... we are. Uh, do one favor to me, please. Drop an mm-hmm. email. To... I will respond to it because there was some discussion in our office on that, and there's some difference of opinion in our office on that. So I want you to drop an email to me. I'll try to put you. Rahul, make sure that you consulted me. Uh, can you hear me, Swati? Now, yes, we can. Now we can. Yeah, go ahead. Send an email to me. I will mm-hmm. try to call you back tomorrow. Okay, or send an sure. email to to you. Swati will give sure. my email address because there is some difference of opinion between our within our office when the visa gets rejected. Previously, when the two twenty one G was issued, though, we would have mm-hmm. tell the people just to come in, but they are telling that the visa has been rejected. That's where the problem is coming. You see the problem? Yep. So will so will H four H four be also rejected uh, because it was approved and stamped? So, I will answer that question to you if you email to me, sir. I need some time. Next person, please. Ashok. Ashok. Hey, Rahul. Thanks for taking my call. Um, can you hear me? Yes. Go ahead, Ashok. Yeah, I was with uh, uh, employer B, and employer A filed a future I one forty petition for me, and uh, employer B also filed a perm, but it went into audit. So I used employer A's I one forty, and then came back to employer B as a contractor. Okay, and uh, while I was working with employer B again through employer A, employer B's perm got approved, and they filed the I one forty, and filed the H one B also. So now mm-hmm. they asked me to come back to them, and then I'm planning to like switch back to them by end of this week. Um, mm-hmm. If I go for a visa stamping, uh, would there be any issue? Because uh, I was working in employer B, went to A, and then came back to B. Uh, so there are like two one forties. Well, uh, no, everything looks genuine to me. There is nothing wrong with it. Everything looks fine to me. No problem. I mean that okay. that that you moved you kept kept on moving to B to A A to B yeah nothing wrong with it. Okay, and is there any number of payslips that's required during Dropbox from the new new company? Like two or exactly three? Exactly required. Yeah, one is enough because it depends on the time. If you go after mm-hmm. three months, then you need to have three pay, the paystubs. If you go in like one month, you only need one paystub. You see my point? Yeah, yeah, got it. So they don't ask the paycheck from the previous company, right? Only yeah. from the current company. They will come. They will. They may ask for the previous company. What's your problem with the previous company? Okay. The thing is, uh, before I go for stamping, uh, the previous company might take some time to give me give my uh, last paycheck. Yeah, that's okay. You will have it. the previous paycheck. You will have the previous paycheck. Yeah, that I have. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That will be fine. Okay. Next person, please. Yeah, thanks. Suchin. Hey, Rahul, cool. thank you. Thank you for taking the call. Uh, my wife recently moved uh, on H one B to the US, but uh, her uh, LCA work location is Chicago, uh, which is Illinois. But uh, she uh, eventually she has to move to Phoenix because I am living in Phoenix. So then uh, she uh, by mistakenly given a Phoenix address in the I nine form, 
while filling the island form, she has given a, a Phoenix address, which is uh, uh, the LCI is still in the Chicago, Illinois. So is there any steps we have to take or there will be there any problem in the future? So let me, the LCI is in Chicago, but she's working in Phoenix. Yeah, eventually she, her job is a remote That's, job. So it's not, you forget about the I-9. Don't tell me about remote jobs, okay? I know what a remote job is. Uh, Suti, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. I know what a remote job is. I asked you the question, the LCA is from Chicago, but she's working in Phoenix. Is that right or wrong? Uh, yeah, correct. Uh, she, she she wants uh, her. She told her company to uh, file but, an. Uh, what she? But right now the amendment has not been filed. Yes, how, correct. How correct. long she's been working in Phoenix or Arizona? Two weeks. Two weeks. You need to drop the phone and consider. Experts. Oh. Sure, sure. Before start working from Phoenix, she, she should have been. She should have got the uh, H-1B amendment fine. Yeah. So right now on records, so since I-9, she gave in the Arizona address. Next, so on record, I, she I is want you to, I want you to consult, I want you to consult a private okay. lawyer. Okay. Next person, please. Srikant. Yeah. Uh, hi, Allah. The thing is, I have my uh, petition approved, H-1B petition approved till 25th May 2025. Indeed, uh, my I-94 is valid till 15th May 2023 this year, just because of uh, my passport expiry. I've already renewed my passport uh, and the new passport is valid till 2032. The thing is, can I go to any other country or do I need to go to... Uh, India again uh, to get my I-94 extended or how safe it is go to Mexico or Canada. Wait, 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 wait. When is your I-94 expiring, you said? 15th May 2023. This year. And when is your when is your passport stamping expiring? Passport, I mean, petition uh, expiring in 2025. No. Passport H-1B visa stamping. 25th May 2025. Okay, you can go to any country. You can go to Mexico. You can go to India. You can go to any country. But you need to go before May of 2023. That's all. So, uh, can I go next month? Is it possible? I mean, uh, do they object? We yeah. still have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go next month. That's fine. You can go in March. You can go in April also. That's fine too. You have until 2025, but you need to go before the I 94 expires. If you go after the I 94 expires, you need to consult a lawyer, okay? Of course, okay. you won't do so that. Do you can go in the... No, you don't need to carry another documents. You just carry the documents saying that, you know, you're getting the pay stubs, bank statements. Just keep, keep it ready just in case if somebody says that, are you really working for this company called Ford or you're not working? Then you show them the evidence, okay? That's it. Thanks, don't Sean. show Thank it to them much. unless they ask for it. Next person, please. Yeah, that really helps. Thank you. Thank you very much. Moses? Hi, Rahul. Thanks for taking this call. I was in US for with the L1B uh, till 2021. And uh, 2021, I have applied for H1B with a different company. It got approved, but uh, due to some uh, emergency, I moved out of US in 2021, uh, August, before H1B starts itself. Then I came here and I applied for L1B. It got approved. 
H1B uh, stamp, it got approved, but I never traveled to US with H1B at all. So now still did now, you, did, I, you uh, did you tell me did you tell me that you got the H1B stamped in the passport? Yeah, after coming out of US, yeah, it got stamped. Yep. So you got it stamped. Okay, that's the yeah. deal. Okay, but uh, but the, but the, still the situation is not rectified. So I may need to stay here. Here, my question is like whether I am eligible for non-cap in future because I never stayed in US with H1B at all for that particular employer. So in future, like let's assume my, my current H1B stamp, right, which is going to expire on March 2023. So if I am not able to travel before that, whether I am eligible for non-cap in future or not. You are eligible for non-cap until your life ends, which is going oh. to be 90 years from now. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Then anytime I can apply for a non-cap with a different employer. Correct. Uh, you okay. got it right. You, you got it right. But you need to take oh. into notice that your L1B period will be deducted in the six years thing. Okay. H1 is Even for six I'm years, is right? Correct. Yeah. So there are a lot of allocations. That... Almost five years. Yeah. Uh, so then you will have only one year. But if you get an I-140 approval, then it will be three years. You see my point? Okay. Yeah, I got it. Within the 13 or 14 months of period of time, I have to apply for I-140 and get it approved. Yeah, you got it right. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. That's what the question I have. Yeah. Thanks Next for person, your please. guidance. Gupta? Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, this is Ram. Yeah, uh, my first time like the iPhone 40 approved and priority date is 27 September to 2012. During the COVID, I think this date was current, but that time I could not file because the employer has got changed. So now my of employer course. has, uh, uh, I have got received the iPhone 40 approved uh, last month, but my daughter is getting uh, like max out like February 6 next year, 2024. So the yesterday the new rule has been can it applied for me in a case or not? Well, right now, what is your priority date? You said uh, September twenty seven, like the first time the priority date was twenty seven September twenty twelve, two thousand twelve. Okay, so it's not current in EB two or EB three right now, is it right? Right now it's not. So it's... But one time I think it had uh, came up, uh, right? No, one one of the other. One of the other thing that you have, mm -hmm. one of the other issue that you have is that you must have filed the 485 application. You never filed the 485 application. So she's still not locked in yet. Okay. The requirement must be that the I-140 must be approved. The uh, She must be under 21 and the okay. I-485 uh, has been filed. The fourth requirement that the filing dates and final action dates, they, they changed it. But you never filed the 485 application. Oh. And there comes another issue for you, though. I will tell you, mm -hmm. though, how long it took for this I-140 to get approved? Uh, this one in one month. Okay. I want you to do one thing. I want you to withdraw this I-140 and file another I-140 again. Sir, but you know why? in this case, like, uh, it's like we can save only two to three months or three to four months, something like that, right? Because no, no, it may take one. It may take one year to get the I one forty approval. Okay, how is it possible? Like, a, yeah, when um, you file in the normal processing for the I one forty, it'll take mm -hmm. one and a half year for them to approve it. 
Oh, okay. And by that time, if the date becomes current, then what, what is the option? So, so it's a very complex principle, though. Well, if the date if if the date becomes current by the time your daughter is your child is twenty one, she's blocked. Mm -hmm. Okay, she, you file the four eight five, she's blocked. But I'm also trying to get extra months for her. You got one mm -hmm. month. I want her thirteen months. I want to give some extra room for her. Okay. Okay. Have but, a consultation uh, with me. I will explain to you very clearly why it's needed for you to withdraw the I one forty and refile it. Okay. And uh, is there any other way, like, uh, like, can we, we I means I don't know. Is there any other way, like, we can save her, like? Uh, that's the way to save it. If you companies cooperate, that's the way to save. Next person, please. Yes. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, quick question. So, due to recent uh, registering workforce, I'm being laid off. Uh, my last date with my organization is uh, March 25th. However, uh, my Current H1B valid till uh, April uh, 25. I have underlying H4 EAD as well for my wife. Uh, the variety of that H4 uh, EAD is uh, March 2024. My question is after March 25, wait, uh, wait, wait. Is the H4 EAD is for you or your wife you are speaking? For my wife. Okay, so okay, keep going. Okay, so my question is can she work after March 25th or not? Or can she work till after, May, like after? After 60 days, she cannot work. Like uh, after 60 days of uh, March 2025, right? Sorry, March 25th. When is you laid off? When did you got laid off? Uh, I got laid off, but I'm still with the organization, and my last date with the organization is uh, March 25th. So March 25th, 2023, you're getting laid off, is right? Yes, yes. Okay, 60 days from now, from that time, she can work. After that, she cannot. She cannot. And if in case I will get the employer, uh, I would have to get uh, her H4 also uh, filed, right? Not EAD, but H4. Because her EAD is uh, approved till uh, April 2024. But when you get the job offer, you're going to get the H-1B until 2026, is that right? You need to yes. file for H-4 and EAD also together. File also, three of okay. them together, okay? That would be in your best Got interest. Okay. You can wait if you want to, but I would not if I were you. Next person. I would not. I generally just go with uh, Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm going to finish and go with the next person. You have anything else? Harini. Okay. This will be the last caller, guys. Sorry. It's uh, getting too late for my co colleague. Harini, Nagaraj. Harini, go ahead. Vasu. Hey, Rahul. Hey, sorry for that. I couldn't hear you. Vasu. Hi, uh, Rahul. Thanks for your service. I'm currently on H4 visa and my wife got her H1 extended till 2026. And after her extension, I went ahead and filed I-539 and I-765 concurrently. Uh, but mm -hmm. my I-94 uh is expiring next month and my h4 ead is expiring this month end so how do i mm -hmm. get my automatic uh, revalidation of uh, my uh, employment authorization um uh, uh, shruti can you give him the 540 day rule video please yes sir. watch this video it's 10 minutes video it gives a clear direction okay and if you still have any questions make an appointment i will speak with you okay but yeah, it gives sure, you sure. clear directions so you most probably don't need make any appointment Thank you, guys. Okay, sure. uh, just sure, make sure, sure that you keep it until he acknowledges he received the uh, uh, YouTube thing. 
Thank you guys for coming. The next call, the next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.